Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Thanks for joining us for a brand new week of AutoLine Daily, and here are some of the latest developments in the global automotive industry. Sales of new cars continue to grow all around the world, but it varies greatly by region. Last month, sales were up 15% in North America and up 5% in the Asia-Pacific region, but they fell 6% in Europe. Russia was down nearly 11%. And the South American market dropped more than 14%, with Brazil down nearly 22%. But on a global basis, so far this year, automakers have sold over 56 million new vehicles, and that's up 3.3% from a year ago. There are all kinds of rumors running through the industry that Alan Mulally will leave Ford to go run Microsoft. Personally, I don't believe it's going to happen. When Mulally left Boeing to go to Ford, he found a lot of similarities. He had to reduce the number of platforms, just like he did at Boeing. He had to share components and systems across those platforms, just like he did at Boeing. He even had to work with the UAW, just like at Boeing. Well, none of these lessons translate to Microsoft. Those are key reasons why I don't think Mulally will go to Microsoft. But if Boeing called, I think he'd start packing his suitcase this afternoon. Kia is bringing its flagship sedan to the U.S. next year called the Quarus. It's based on the Hyundai Equus and is currently sold in Korea and the Middle East where it's called the K9. Kia has not announced many details, but the Quarus is expected to hit dealerships in the U.S. in the third quarter of 2014. And Kia's brand value keeps going up. According to a new study from Interbrand, the largest brand consulting agency in the world, Kia's value increased 15% to $4.7 billion. The company ranks 83rd on the top 100 best global brands list. That's up four spots compared to last year. Nissan's going to continue selling the current generation Rogue alongside the all-new 2014 model, and they're going to rename it the Rogue Select. The new one goes on sale in November, while the Rogue Select will not be available Jan until January, with a starting price just under $21,000. The 2014 model has a base price around $23,000, and it's going to be built in Tennessee, while the Rogue Select will be made in Japan. Car companies like to do this for fleet sales. Remember, Chevy's doing the same thing with the Impala, as well as with the Chevy Captiva, which is just a rebadged Saturn view that's only sold to fleets. Daimler is going to invest heavily into the Chinese market over the next three years. It already has a joint venture with Beijing Automotive Industry Corporation, and earlier this year, the two companies agreed to an equity swap agreement, which will take cooperation even further. BAIC will now buy stock in Daimler, this could also open the door for a Beijing automobile IPO. The plan's not yet final because they still have some details to hash out and are waiting for government approval. Chevy showed off two new concept versions of the Silverado at the Texas State Fair over the weekend. 
One's called the Volunteer Firefighter and is equipped with the equipment needed to fight a fire mounted into the bed and it's got all the appropriate emergency lighting. The second is called the Black Ops Concept and was designed to get you through Armageddon with its custom bed-mounted storage unit and lower body armor. No word yet on if we're going to get to see these concepts in action. But in other Silverado news, the new 5.3 liter V8 that powers the truck and its sibling, the GMC Sierra, is in short supply. Demand for the pickups is exceeding suppliers' ability to produce certain drivetrain components. There are conflicting stories as to when it's going to get resolved. Some say it'll be fixed soon, others say it could take a few months. And you know, we've been warning the industry since we held our AutoLine Supplier Symposium in January that automakers are going to start running into problems like this. I'm Sean McElroy in Thousand Oaks, California with an American light duty pickup with something very unique underneath the hood. That report coming up next. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. It's been a big 2013 for Ram. While its 1500 with the Pentastar V6 has racked up award after award, some customers still felt that there was something missing underneath the hood, namely a diesel engine. And the powers that be in Auburn Hills agreed, so Ram engineers looked to Italy to help with an upgrade. Well, this engine uh, is developed by VM Matori, and it's a Italian company that Fiat actually owns 50% of. And this engine has been used in Europe in the Grand Cherokee for the past few years. They've used a variation of this powertrain uh, for several years, and it's been available in Europe. And now that we've got the eight-speed transmission that we can mate it to, that combination of V8 power and incredible fuel economy we can bring to market now. While there aren't any official fuel economy numbers out just yet, we made sure to keep a close eye on ours. We drove about 40 miles and got over 25 miles to the gallon. That included the twisting roads of the Santa Monica Mountains, where we got about 15 miles to the gallon, as well as the coast-hugging Pacific Coast Highway, where at 60 miles per hour, we got nearly 30 miles to the gallon with the AC off. That's pretty impressive for a car, let alone a light-duty pickup. So the, the new 3-liter EcoDiesel, the output 240 horsepower, 420 pound-feet of torque. If you compare that back our legendary 5.9 Cummins diesel and heavy-duty truck we launched back in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, that engine had 400 pound-feet of torque. So here we are today with an engine roughly half the size putting out even more torque. So it really gives you an idea how capable this powertrain is. Again, coupling this great diesel, peak torque at 2,000 RPM, with our Torque Flight 8 8-speed transmission, we're able to take maximum use of that torque curve and get the right gear for the right um, RPM level and really give great efficiency and power. That power and efficiency upgrade is going to cost the 15% of Ram customers, who the company believe are looking to get into the EcoDiesel, a little under three grand. And if you count yourself in that group, 
then you can look for the 1500 light duty Ram Eco Diesel in dealerships toward the end of the year. From Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Sean McElroy for AutoLine Daily. If you saw our television program, AutoLine This Week, you know that we're giving away a copy of the book, Driving America. It's a fantastic collection of photographs and commentary of some of the most important cars in the Henry Ford Museum. If you'd like a shot at winning this book, check out the link on our homepage at autoline.tv to see how to sign up. And that wraps up today's report. Thank you for tuning in.